It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Dolphins fans, and welcome to this Friday, June 18th, 2020 edition of Locked On Dolphins. Where does the time Go, we are midway through June, which means two months from now, we have Miami Dolphins preseason football. And approximately one month from now, we have Miami Dolphins training camp, which means we are down to the nitty gritty, which means it's time to do some fun exercises here on the podcast, Locked on Dolphins. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, managing editor of USA Today's DolphinsWire.com, director of scouting of the DraftNetwork.com. And a little bit of a blend today, courtesy of a suggestion from Power to the Pot on Tuesday, which is combining an exercise that we are currently partaking on my Draft Network podcast, Draft Dudes, alongside Joe Marino, who, by the way, I just found out uh, yesterday, is going to be in attendance for Thursday Night Football alongside yours Truly very excited to bring Joe down for his first career Dolphins game at Hard Rock Stadium. If you listen to Draft Dudes, I'm sure you'll appreciate those dynamics. If not, give it a chance. Check it out. You might just enjoy it. Uh, It's only half of me talking, so that might not be a bad thing. Um, So we are currently building a Frankenstein's monster of a prospect or a player at a position And the talent pool that we're using over on the Draft Dudes podcast is the 2018, 19, 20, and 21 NFL drafts. Uh, So we do quarterbacks, and there's 10 traits that we at the Draft Network grade quarterbacks on, and we use those four draft classes, and we pick a player to personify uh, each of those individual traits as the best embodiment of it. But you're looking for the best combination because you cannot use the same player more than once. So this was requested on Power to the Pot on Tuesday. Kyle, make a Frankenstein's monster of Miami Dolphins wide receivers under the same criteria. So I'm going to use the Dolphins pass catchers on the roster, and I'm going to build, based off the 10 traits that we at the Draft Network evaluate wide receiver prospects on, I'm going to make the best possible player at the wide receiver position that I possibly can without duplicating players. So, of course, the Dolphins have, what, 12, 13 wide receivers on the roster? I have enough to have at least one, but not more than once, for each of these 10 traits. The 10 traits that we're going to use for this exercise falls right in line with uh, the evaluation that we do for the NFL draft process. So, route running and hands are your two premier traits for the wide receiver position. Separation release package, which is how well they get off the line of scrimmage versus press coverage, run after the catch ability, ball skills, football intelligence, versatility, special teams slash toughness, and big play ability. Those are the 10 traits that we are looking to 
quantify when evaluating wide receiver prospects. We are going to build the best possible player we can using only Miami Dolphins pass catchers currently on the roster. And we're going to start with route running. Remember, I cannot use the same player more than once. My selection here, it might not be what this player does best. And it might not be where I wrote this player down first. But in looking for the best combination of 10, I landed on Will Fuller as a route runner. And I think Will Fuller, for a lot of his career with Houston, was pegged, rightfully so, as a deep threat in the passing game. Because that was where he was most predominantly used by the Texans. But DeAndre Hopkins was traded last year, ahead of the 2020 season. And the aftermath that you saw with Will Fuller on the field for those 11 games with the Houston Texans was the best version of Will Fuller we've ever seen. And he was a much more versatile and dynamic player than just the guy who ran go balls. With that in mind, I wanted somebody who to personify route running as such an important trait, could win on all three levels. He wins the quick game. He beats man coverage. He gets vertical and can stack you, so he's going to force you to respect his vertical speed, and then anything that comes back down the route stem towards the line of scrimmage, deep comebacks, curls, hooks, he's going to win on those routes as well because if he presses you hard vertically off the line of scrimmage, which he has shown the awareness to do, He's going to force you to bail out as a defensive back early, and then he's going to have all the room in the world to come back down and catch the football. So Will Fuller was my answer, originally a big playability, but I swapped him and moved him up to route running because I didn't want to sell that trait short. And to be honest with you, I didn't really have a lot of competition for that spot because you think about a lot of the guys that the Dolphins have. Waddle hasn't played at the NFL level yet. Uh, he was a little pigeonholed as a guy who ran a lot of deep over routes, routes 20-plus yards downfield, a lot of quick game, the intermediate stuff, the variety wasn't really... Alabama ran the same stuff over and over and over again because they could and because you couldn't stop them. I think Waddle will get there just fine. But who, el- who else are you going to put for route running? Serious question. Devontae Parker struggles with separation. Limbone Jr., raw. Preston Williams struggles with separation. Malcolm Perry was a college option quarterback. This had to be Will Fuller. And I think he will be a breath of fresh air for what he brings from a route running perspective for the Dolphins. Number two trade is hands. And your guy may or may not have cheated a little bit here because he picked Mike Gusecki. And I could hear the collective groan, oh, Kyle, he's a tight end. If you... Go back and check the instant replay at the beginning of this podcast. I alluded to pass catchers. And Mike is the only one that I'm going to be using here from the quote-unquote tight end room. But only because Mike spends more snaps in the slot as a receiver than he does with his hand in the dirt. He also spends more snaps outside as an outside perimeter wide receiver than he does with his hand in the dirt. So I'm going to use the technicality here. And any guy who can catch the kind of balls that Mike Gusecki is catching over the middle, one-handed snags, that guy's going to get my designation for hands. Point blank, period. No questions asked. 
Trait number three is separation. So we've got a guy with the route running acumen of Will Fuller, the hands of Mike Gusecki. Let's give this next guy the separation of Jalen Waddell. Because while Waddell has not played an NFL snap yet, one thing that is abundantly clear when you watch him on tape is the accelerator that he has, whether it's with the ball or without the ball. He is going to erase every angle on the field if you let him build up ahead of steam. That was the number one thing that helped both myself and the collective group at the Draft Network, all of which uh, our scouting staff had Jalen Waddell as our number one wide receiver. Our consensus rankings had Waddell as TDN's number one wide receiver this past year. When you watch the tape in 2020, especially, even when he wasn't the first read in the progression, which many wasn't getting the ball because so much of Alabama's concepts worked so well, that if Devontae Smith is on the front end of the read progression, uh, he's going to get the ball. Or how many times did Jalen Waddle separate and was targeted, but had to make adjustments because the ball was underthrown by Mac Jones? Happened in the Missouri game. Went up and, and made a spectacular catch. Waddle, when he picks up the ball in flight, if it's an accurate throw, will separate as consistently or more consistently, than any other Dolphins receiver. And that makes him a no-brainer for being the representative for the separation trade. So, in summary, through the first three traits, the route-running skills and acumen of Will Fuller, the hands of Mike Isecki, and the separation of Jalen Waddell, you can already begin to see how this is materializing into being quite the exciting player, hypothetically. There are no hypotheticals about BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, and UFC. So head over to BetOnline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So our next chunk of traits to choose representatives for off the Dolphins roster. Release package, run after catch, ball skills, football IQ. The next four in the queue. And there may be some fans that let a collective grown out here for release package, but say what you will about Jakeem Grant. But he's a slippery dude at the line of scrimmage. Catching the football may be a different story with consistency. Tracking the football in the air, his catch radius, limiting. But if you put Jakeem Grant in a three- yard strip 
of grass at the line of scrimmage and put almost anybody up there to press him. I might bet on Jakeem to get through there untouched because his lateral agility is so lightning fast, his steps are so rapid, and strides are so short that he can do things that six-foot receivers can't even dream of, let alone six-foot-three guys, to be able to jitterbug his way and force false steps at the line of scrimmage. It's part of what makes him so electric as a punt returner. And I understand Jakeem Grant has his limitations as a player, but if you are to just compartmentalize his ability to release off the line of scrimmage, especially when you take into account, I can't duplicate, I can't put Jalen Waddell down here, I can't put Albert Wilson down here and then use him later. I can only use these guys once. Jakeem Grant's separation at the line of scrimmage, his ability to release when given space, a no-brainer. Go check the Denver game. He got off the line of scrimmage pretty clean a couple of times. Plenty of examples of him defeating press coverage, getting off the line of scrimmage clean and on time. I mentioned Albert Wilson. He is the representative for run after catch. I had no shortage of candidates in this group after the overhaul to the Dolphins wide receiver room this past offseason. Could have put Will Fuller here. Could have put Jalen Waddle here. Could have put Lynn Bowden Jr. here. As of right now, Albert Wilson's on the roster, so he is the choice. Lest we forget, I know this stat has been dropped probably on this podcast 8 million times by now. But at the time of Albert Wilson's injury, midway through the 2018 NFL season, Adam Gase's last year here, Albert Wilson, who was brought in to replace Jarvis Landry in the offense, was leading the NFL in yards after catch. If you need a reminder of what healthy Albert Wilson looks like, wind the clocks back, go back to the Chicago Bears game of 2018, in which a Brock Osweiler quarterbacked Dolphins team engineered a miraculous comeback, somehow stole an overtime win against the Bears, because Albert Wilson made that win happen himself. The next trait is ball skills. What is ball skills? Ball skills can be defined by a number of different skills, skill sets. Well, I hate putting the word in the definition of the phrase. Can you track the football in the air? Can you elevate and attack the football at its highest point at the catch point? Can you win at the catch point when contested? Do you adjust your track to the football appropriately to make sure you are cutting off angles and not inviting defensive backs to undercut the throw? Are you extending and reaching out and catching the football away from your frame? How strong are your hands when a defender tries to rake through your hands and disrupt your ability to tuck the football into your frame to complete the quote-unquote process of the catch? These are all things that can be classified as ball skills. Devontae Parker is the choice here. And we just got done talking about go back to 2018 against the Bears for Albert Wilson's quote-unquote resume for his run-after catch ability. The 2019 Philadelphia Eagles game, ask Jalen Ramsey 
about Devontae Parker's ability to elevate and attack the football at its highest point. Ask Stephon Gilmore from Week 17 of 2019 about Devontae Parker's ability to adjust and contort his body to greet the football in the air and still shield the defender to win at the catch point. Devontae Parker is a no-brainer in this category, and he has to be. Because when you take the inventory and the other things Devontae does and does not do well, Devontae Parker has to win here in order to be a successful NFL receiver, and he does. And there are stretches of time where if he's in a rhythm, he's fully healthy, and his quarterback is in rhythm, he can put the ball in a spot where only Devontae Parker can go make a play on it, and Parker will make the play. Now, you wish he had a little bit more of some of the other traits that we're assigning from other players on the roster, but he doesn't. This is his identifying trait. You need a guy to win a one-on-one. You're under pressure. Tight coverage. Just put it away from defensive leverage and ask Devontae Parker to make a play. And there will be times that those quote-unquote 50 balls, 50-50 balls, are actually 60-40 balls in favor of Parker because he's that good with his ball skills. He's the choice there at that spot. Our next category is football intelligence. And I opted simply for the player who has had to evolve his game a little bit as he has matured as an NFL player and uh, had to kind of work around some limitations in order to, to find production. And that's Alan Hearns. So when it's all said and done, do I expect Alan Hearns to make the Dolphins' final roster? No, I don't. But what Alan Hearns has had to become versus what he was originally at the University of Miami and when he first came into the league with Jacksonville and put up 1,000 yards uh, is a very different kind of player. So I, I do have a respect for that reshaping of your game and that evolution of how you play the position. Uh, and with so many young talents on the Dolphins roster, uh, getting a guy who has been in the league for six, seven years, whatever it is, uh, was one that made sense to me. And filling that spot with Alan Hearns, understanding that, no, he's not the most refined or dynamic, or but he is somebody who has had to learn to see the position in a number of different ways. There are no limits to the number of different ways that you can enjoy a Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, whether you're looking for something for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, post-workout, midnight snack, you name it. 100% chocolate on all their bars, 10 plus flavors to choose from, high in protein, high in fiber, low in calories, low in sugar. These things are the real deal. And right now, you can visit BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and save 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 at BuiltBar.com to save 15% off your next order of the world's most delicious protein bar. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We have just a handful more of traits to check. Versatility. Special teams slash competitive toughness. And big playability. For versatility, I chose Lynn Bowden Jr. This was a wide receiver at Kentucky who ended up playing in a pinch and played a significant amount of time as an option quarterback, ball handling skills. The Dolphins used him on just a handful of occasions as a wildcat quarterback this past year. The Raiders drafted him to play running back. So he can line up in the backfield. He can line up in the slot. He can line up at quarterback and take direct snaps. He can throw, he can run, he can catch. What's not to like? And then you look at how the Dolphins did utilize him last year, and and what he became was uh, a player who did a lot of insert motion across the set at the snap, leaking out into the flat, run-after-catch capabilities, plenty to develop as a route runner, great competitive toughness to his game. So all the different ways that you could use Lynn Bowden Jr., Uh, made him an obvious choice here, uh, especially when you consider it feels like he's only scratching the surface of what he can become. Special teams slash competitive toughness really came down to two guys. I have obviously already used Jakeem Grant for release package, so uh, Grant's the best returner on the team as far as his accolades go. No question he's an impact player in that phase of the game. It came down to either Robert Foster or Mac Hollins. And while Robert Foster is tempting, and I am tempted if I'm the Dolphins uh, to go with Robert Foster when I actually make the roster decision, the fact of the matter is Mac Hollins has been here. Uh, he has showcased his toughness. Uh, his concentration was a big part of that flutter ball from Fitz on the miracle win against the Raiders. Uh, Good toughness to not get pushed out of bounds on the fade against Arizona for the tying touchdown from Tua Tungvalo in the fourth quarter. But this guy plays special teams like a demon. And his ability to get down and cover kicks, and he's big, strong, physical, good straight line speed, and plays teams to the degree in which he does, uh, especially when Jakeem Grant and Jalen Waddle were both off the table as temptations for guys playing a returner role. Hollins doesn't play a returner role, but he still has plenty of value for what he brings to the field on special teams to cover kicks and make sure other teams' returners aren't getting big plays. Which brings us last but not least to big play ability, the last trait. In summary thus far, reminder, I can't use players more than once. Route running, Will Fuller, hands, Mike Gusecki, separation, Jalen Waddell, release package, Jakeem Grant, run after catch, Albert Wilson, ball skills, Devontae Parker, football intelligence, Alan Hearns, versatility, Lynn Bowen Jr., special team skills and competitive toughness, Mac Hollins, big playability. This kind, I, I hate saying this became the one that I settled at. But this is the one that I really struggled because, again, I originally put Will Fuller in big playability and got stuck and did not want to sell route running short. 
So who in the heck do I have here if I can't double dip and continue to use players more than once? I settled on Preston Williams. And my justification for that is I couldn't put Preston Williams in ball skills and hands because of the issues with drops that he's had. I think Preston Williams uh, still has some significant development and makes sense. He's played in 16 games in two seasons in his NFL career, and I thought he was raw coming out of Colorado State. From a route-running perspective, a separation perspective, he struggles, uh, was one of the worst in in next-gen stats for qualifying wide receivers. Getting off the line of scrimmage, he's a big, physical, long guy. Those guys, you know, they have to win with strength, and I wanted somebody with a little bit more dynamic quickness to represent the release package and versatility. So we've eliminated route running, hands, separation, release package, run after catch, ball skills, football IQ. He's a third-year player. He missed two halves of those two seasons combined, and I thought he was raw coming out of Colorado State, so we've eliminated football IQ. Versatility, he's a big physical guy who's going to play on the outside. They experimented with him a little bit in special teams in the return game, but uh, that was a very short-lived experience in 2019, and he doesn't play teams. This was the only spot to put Preston Williams down. And when you think about what Preston Williams has flashed so much during his time with Miami, it's not consistent. It's not snap to snap. But he has some of the more impressive wow plays. Remembers the preseason game, the, the toe tap he had going out of bounds. How about the plays down the field against San Francisco this year? Uh, those stick in my mind quite well for Preston Williams. So he is big. He can make very tough degree catches, but he's just not consistent. But his ability to make those kinds of plays and attack the ball and win vertically down the field, he's got a really good average yards per catch, despite the fact that he's not a... Will Fuller-type player at the wide receiver position. So Preston Williams, through his first two seasons, averaging 14.3 yards per catch. And he averaged 16 yards per catch in 2020 in the eight games that he played. So that's my selection there. So that's my best crack at a Frankenstein's monster of Miami Dolphins wide receivers to put all of those traits for players into one. And my viewpoint was the potential of Preston Williams in this big playability spot when you add in and factor in all of the other dynamics, the separation of Jalen Waddell, the route running of Will Fuller, the hands of Mike Gusecki instead of Preston. Like, yeah, let's just take that compartmentalized dynamic of Preston Williams' game and put him in. So I'd be interested if you guys wanted to take the chance to do this for yourself. If you disagree, would love to see it. You can reach me on Twitter at GrindingTheTape or at LockedOnFins with a PH. Would love to hear from you. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Fins up. Thanks as always for listening. Keep it locked in right here on Locked On Dolphins. Hope to talk to you guys again on Monday. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.